0: Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and along with the Church Fellowship of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, we welcome you to this edition of Shi'ar Jashub. Today, we will be concluding a sermon in my husband's series on Heavenly Authority. Pastor Greg Scalzo has been teaching on King David's final instructions to his son Solomon. And when we left off last time, pastor was in 1 Chronicles chapter 29 and verse 14. David, having provided for the building of the temple, has directed Solomon to be strong and of good courage and finish the work of the service of the house of the Lord. Then David, before all the assembly, blessed the Lord with an anointed praise. Before we rejoin Pastor Greg, I want to direct you to our website at www.shiarjashub.org. I believe you will find it a great site for serious Bible study, with an archive of through the Bible and topical radio programs, and important commentaries by Pastor Greg. Now, here is Pastor Greg Scalzo with the conclusion of a sermon that I believe is so important for those in leadership in the church to hear.
1: He doesn't do like the Pharisee in the temple. Look, look what a good person I am, God. Isn't it wonderful that I gave to you, God? That's not David's attitude. His attitude is, but who am I? And who are my people that we should be able to offer so willingly as this? Who are we that we should have the privilege of serving you, Almighty God? Who are we that we as a people should be the ones to build this wonderful temple to your holy name? We are nothing. We are dirt. We are sinners and you have given us this privilege of being your servants. Notice the right attitude that David had. This is why he's a man after God's own heart. He understands that God owns all things and that we are just recipients of his grace, his mercy, to serve him and be thankful for that service, that we can be in the hands of the living God rather than being in the hands of the demonic enemy of this world where our sins should place us. Who are we? Who am I? And who are my people that we should be able to offer so willingly as this? For all things come from you and of your own, of your own hand, literally, we have given you. We've just given back what you give to us. You're always the sustainer. You're always the helper. Verse 15, For we are aliens and pilgrims before you. We're aliens in this world. We're pilgrims. We don't have anything apart from God. He is the creator of all things. He gives us our very breath. We could not exist. We could not move. Our spirits would not be in existence if it wasn't for Him. And so we are to give thanksgiving that He allows us this great privilege of existence, this great privilege of salvation, the great promise of eternity with Him, and serve Him as humble stewards not as prideful, conceitful, and arrogant people who think we're doing him a favor when we are aliens and we are pilgrims before you, as were all our fathers. Our days on earth are a shadow and without hope. The only hope we have is in you. And we're just thankful, Lord, that you've given us this opportunity to serve you. This is the attitude of the man after God's own heart. Verse 16, O Lord our God, O Lord our God, all this abundance that we have prepared to build you a house for your holy name is from your hand and is all your own. I know also, my God, that you test the heart and have pleasure in uprightness. Again, going to motivation, going to intent, that God searches, God tests. As for me, In the uprightness of my heart, I have willingly offered all these things. And now with joy I have seen your people who are present here to offer willingly to you. To offer willingly to you. I have joy seeing them do this thing with honest hearts, with willing hands. And this is the only way there should be any service unto God. Not looking to bargain with God. Not looking to be boastful before God but understanding everything comes from you, and you search the thoughts, the intents, and you have pleasure in uprightness. God has pleasure when we have an upright heart, when we are honest about ourselves, who we are, and honest about Him, who He is, and have a right understanding of our relationship to Him. Verse 18, O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, our fathers, Keep this forever in the intent of the thoughts of the heart of your people and fix their heart toward you. And you have here the shepherd's prayer, the leader's prayer. Keep this forever in the intent of the thoughts of the heart of your people. The idea that they're willing, the idea that they're doing it with upright intent. Make them a right people. Keep them a right people. Fix their heart toward you. The leader wants to see the people in the right place with God. The true believer who is placed in a position of heavenly authority desires all the people to be righteous before God with right intent, serving with the proper attitude, willingly, not just for one day, Lord, he says, God of Israel, keep them forever in this attitude. Fix their heart toward you. If a Christian leader is not desiring his people to fix their eyes on Jesus Christ, something is very wrong. That ministry is very wrong. I don't care how large the church, how wealthy the denomination, the main calling of those in leadership, in heavenly authority, is to get the people, to have the people fix their eyes upon their God. This is not David, like the Pharaohs of Egypt, looking for the people to build a great pyramid to him, to bury him with all his wealth and all his wives and all his gold, and to say, look what a great king we had. David, as he goes out, focuses on turning the people's eyes to God to build a house for God, because he says, I have no hope on my own. Look at me, I'm an alien, I'm a pilgrim. I don't deserve anything. What a contrast between the king of Israel and the king of Egypt. And what other king of Israel had a like attitude? The servant mentality. The one that would desire to bring all the congregation to be like his father David, to fix their eyes upon God. That's a test of the Messiahship, the son of David. Verse 19, he then prays for the next leader. And give my son Solomon a loyal heart to keep your commandments and your testimonies and your statutes to do all these things and to build the temple for which I have made provision. He desires the next leadership, the next generation, to do the same thing, to be obedient in every detail. Again, your commandments, your testimonies, your statutes. Not just part of the Bible, the whole Bible, the whole testimony of God. Verse 20, Then David said to all the assembly, Now bless the Lord your God, So all the assembly blessed the Lord God of their fathers and bowed their heads and prostrated themselves before the Lord and the king. Bless the Lord your God. Praise him. Give him praise. Give him adoration. Kneel before him. Stretch yourselves out before him. Isn't that a fitting conclusion to the reign of David? We have the Psalms where we bless God. We praise God. Now bless the Lord your God, he tells the people. And they made sacrifices to the Lord and offered burnt offerings to the Lord on the next day. A thousand bulls, a thousand rams, a thousand lambs, with their drink offerings and sacrifices in abundance for all Israel. So they ate and drank before the Lord with great gladness on that day. There's a great time of feasting, of rejoicing, of sacrificing. And they made Solomon the son of David king the second time and anointed him before the Lord to be the leader and Zadok to be the priest. And we'll speak, Lord willing, next week about that a little more. And then Solomon sat on the throne of the Lord as king instead of David his father and prospered. And all Israel obeyed him. All the leaders and the mighty men and all the sons of King David submitted themselves to King Solomon. So the Lord exalted Solomon exceedingly in the sight of all Israel and bestowed on him such royal majesty as had not been on any king before him in Israel. And finally then you read in verse 26, Thus David the son of Jesse reigned over all Israel. And the period that he reigned over Israel was forty years, seven years he reigned in Hebron. 33 years he reigned in jerusalem so he died in a good old age full of days and riches and honor and solomon his son reigned in his place and we have the death of this great man of god who was very frail who sinned greatly who caused trouble for his nation by his sin but you think back to him as that boy before goliath And the work that was started there, and you see him here now, before he dies, and the work that he starts here, even on his death, that Israel will be a great nation, and they will have this great center in Jerusalem, the city of David, and this temple to worship Yahweh, the one true God, so that all the nations might hear about the God who created the heavens and the earth. Heavenly Father, we give you thanksgiving. We bless you. We praise you. We give you adoration, even as we were taught by your servant David. Father, we ask you to help us praise you with all our hearts, minds, soul, and strength. As we go through this week, as we go through our lives, that we remember the God of Israel, that we turn to you in every situation, that our confession of you would not just be with words, but with actions. Heavenly Father, we praise you, and we understand that we are nothing. We are hopeless without you. We are pilgrims. We are aliens. But, Father, we give you praise and thanksgiving, because you tell us we have an inheritance with you in heaven, that you will make us kings and priests unto you. And no mind... Has understood, no eye has seen, no ear has heard the bounty, the wonderful things you have prepared for those who love you. Thank you, Father, for such mercy, such grace. Thank you, Father, for giving us Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen.
0: You can join Pastor Greg on the web at www.sheorjashub.com. Dot org. The Sheer Jeshub website has information about our church and services, including the history of our church and articles of faith. There is also an extensive library of our radio programs and commentaries by Pastor Greg on important topics. Right now in the commentary section, you will find an intriguing analysis by Pastor on capitalism, There is much debate in the Christian community on this topic of money, wealth, and the role of government, and Pastor has written an article based on sound biblical principles. The address again is www.shearjashub.org. That's S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B dot O-R-G. And as always, you can join us for Sunday service at 10 a.m. in the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. May the Lord Jesus bless you as you serve Him.